the clay season is over the grass season officially begins what better to start off the discussion with the Halle Open Germany 2019 the first tournament on grass Roger Federer's back he's aiming for his 10th uh, Halle Open title and on this on today's show you will be hearing me host Prasad with co-hosts and analysts Prakash and Rajkamal get taking you through uh, the potential draws that f- for Roger Federer the other topics that could go on to win Halle and just something more about Wimbledon Stay tuned and keep listening to the Tennis Galaxy podcast. You're listening to episode 4 of the Tennis Galaxy podcast. I'm your host Prasad and joining me are my co-hosts and analysts Prakash and Rajke. How are you doing Prakash? How are you doing Rajke Prakash? How are you doing? Uh hi Prasad uh... It's good, you know. We are now again the grass season is official and away, so that gets me excited. And yeah, all ready for uh, the biggest tournament, I guess, in tennis, the calendar year. High five uh, and high five to you, Rajke, because I have an issue with my laptop as well. So I guess we are both logged in from our phones. <laughs> can you hear us? Ah, <laughs> uh, of course, I can hear you perfectly, and I'm very excited for the grass season. My favorite time of the year, the grass season. Yeah, so let's take a note, guys, uh, to everyone who's listening. The grass season is here finally. The grass season is here, and we are going to talk about the Hall Open, the Gary Webber Open. Uh, guys, what do can we? Uh, what can we expect? Yeah, it's not the Gary Webber Open anymore. Yeah, this time they got a new sponsor. Perfect. I was getting there. Uh, right. Yeah. Just, yeah, just wanted to make sure. But yeah, so now and, it's uh, called the Noventi Open, I think. Yes. I yes. think so. Yes. That's a new sponsor they got. New sponsors call for uh, a big prize money? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> but but the grass season is here, and uh, it's always uh, been one of the most competitive seasons uh, in the past few years on tour. and uh, so excited to see because our favorite player is also back on court talking about the great roger federer and uh, nadal's going to skip uh, any grass tournament until wimbledon so we will see him at the wimbledon but uh, prakash what are uh, federer's what, what does federer's draw look like and uh, how much do you do you see him winning this tournament ha uh. He'll, I mean, he's considering that he's won it nine times. I think you know he'll always be in with a chance, and uh, we're going to have a, you know, a first look at uh, how he's going to be on grass. But I think if the past is any indicator, I think he's going to be, uh, yeah, in good hands. You no, know? and he's going to, I would say, yeah, I think he should be able to make it at least to the finals. Is what I would think. and mm. uh, if he has to play chorich and zverev back to back uh, that could like you know really get it get it uh, make it tricky for him especially in the final but i think uh, from the draw that we have right now i would say i would pick him at least in the final rajke federer and uh, hal is a uh, is one of the love stories in tennis nine titles will going for the <laughs> la decima you know la what la decima means <laughs> not all, yes. i i think this is I think this is the first time he's going for La Decima, isn't it? Uh, ten, no, ten titles, right? 
question. No, last year he had the same chance in Hala, but he lost to Chorich. Uh, Chorich, yeah. yeah, correct. And uh, what do you make of his potential draws? Uh, let's uh, go with his first. His round of thirty-two match is against Milman, which is a rematch of the U.S. Open, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, so uh, different tournament, completely different sort of scenario here because at uh, U.S. Open it was a very humid uh, day, and uh, Milman, uh, being from Australia, he said that uh, he was used to those conditions. He practices a lot in those conditions, and those conditions hampered Federer a lot, you know. But uh, at that stage, it was a very worrying loss for Federer. So mm. this is Federer's chance, you know, to set the record straight. And I think Federer is going to do it. I don't think Melman on grass should pose too many problems to Federer. Um, yeah, so I expect Federer to win that. No no more upsets uh, from uh, Melman, at least not on grass. All right, so, uh, all right, so Prakash, here are the draws. Uh, Rajki, here are the draws. Projected draw for Federer in Hal. And uh, mm-hmm. 2019, that's Milman in round one, Songa or Pair in um, round two, Batista mm-hmm. Agut in the, the quarterfinals, Chorich in the semifinals, because it was Chorich or Monfield, but Monfield is out, which we will speak mm-hmm. a bit later here in the episode now. And then the final against um, Zverev. So, uh, Prakash, your take on the Milman game, how can it pan out for Federer? Straight set uh, win? I would... I mean, he has had uh, trouble with him uh, even in the match before. I think in 2015, he played him in Brisbane. It was a three-setter, if I remember right. And uh, so, Milman, for some reason, I think even Federer acknowledged that, you know, gives him some trouble. But uh, I would think, yeah, you know, considering that this is the first match on grass, I think this could get tricky. But I'm thinking he'll pull through in like two tough sets. And, uh, yeah, most likely, um, I would expect him not to drop the set. I think he'll be really prepared. All and, right. Uh, so, that's a straight yeah. two sets win that you're saying. Rajki, and going at the other potential uh, picks for winning this tournament, we have Zverev, as, uh, who's seeded number two, Alex Zverev. Mm-hmm. Hachanov is seeded three. Chorich is the defending champion, who's seeded four. Monfield is five, but he's out, by the way. He was out last night. Uh, Basilashvili is number six. Uh, what your take on all these uh, picks? Who do you fancy winning apart from Federer, if not Federer? Uh, so, like, I uh, let me talk about a guy who I thought would have good chances, but he unfortunately, or depending on the point of view, I mean, like, I like him, so I say unfortunately. This is Philip Kohlschreiber. Well, he lost against Steve Johnson, you know, but uh, he's a very good player on grass. So, but he's out, so that's no longer the case. Uh, Hatsuno, hmm. I mentioned during the French Open, I like this guy's game. I think he's got tremendous potential. Uh, so, Hatsuno is one to watch out for. And then uh, Torich, of course. Torich beat Federer last year. So, I mean, if Torich Federer happens, we could be in for a classic, hopefully, again. And then Zverev, he won today, but. I think it's too soon to expect Zverev to uh, completely revive his fortunes, which have not really been good this entire season. So mm-hmm. I think he'll get there, but it's going to take some more time for him. So among all those people, I would say the ones with real good chances are Federer, Zverev, uh, and Hatsunov. These are my top three picks. Zverev and okay, Zverev, Zverev, and Hatsunov. Prakash, uh, Zverev had his 
Jairo uh, had his moment in the, the games, isn't it? In the past, he still um, hasn't won a major, and uh, uh, there are there are reasons where where he is touted to be a potential great in the future. Do you see Jairo lifting the hall open this year? Ah, Jairo, I think. Uh... He definitely got the potential, and I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, he made the final a few years back, right? Two thousand seventeen was it or sixteen? Uh, he made the final where he beat. Uh, uh, I think it was two thousand sixteen where he beat Federer in the semi-final. So you know he's got the game definitely, but uh, he just lost to Brown, I think, in uh, Stuttgart. And again, Brown is a very dangerous player on grass. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Federer beat Zverev in the final in 2017. So in seven, I think. Okay. Yeah. So and uh, 2016, uh, I think Team beat uh, Zverev. Is it? Or no? Someone else be who? I don't. I don't remember who be who won the 2016 uh, one. So 2016, you're right. Uh, Zverev beat Federer. Uh, And in the semi-final, that was a tough three-set match. And the final, and then, he lost. Uh, to, I think uh, he lost to a German guy, or did he lose to? Uh, I forget this. 2016, who was very lost. To, I think it was a German player. If I'm uh, not so uh, let me... mistaken, okay, I it's think Florian it Mayer. It's Florian Mayer. Yeah, right. Florian I think Meyer. yeah. So Florian Mayer kind of beat him. So that's like two final losses, I guess, for Zverev at Halle. So yeah. I guess it's a tournament he likes. One after but, beating uh, Federer and one two Federer. So two Federer. So yeah, he's got the game. But again, uh, I think when he comes up against like a real good grass court player, I think the uh, I mean Zverev has to, and he's been not been serving good. Like I think I saw some stat where they said he served like seventy one double faults in his last seven games, seven matches. Just ten a game. That that's like averaging a ten ten double faults a game. Right, and that that's like match, uh, and the... yeah, conceding like two games, like four double faults, so two games, uh, uh, gifting right. two games every match. Exactly, and that could prove costly on grass, where no serve is very crucial. No, you need to hold uh, your end of the thing. Mm-hmm. So, and we and saw think, even uh, on clay, you know, against Djokovic, yeah. uh, the the Sverre match. I think his serve yeah. was costly for Sverre. Yeah, it proved very early. Yeah, I think so. I think on that end, uh, I think with Kachanov there, right? Who's I feel got a better at this point, right? Yeah, he won uh, his, he game. He, he, his he, game. He implements his game better, hmm. you know, than Zverev does on the grass. You know, Zverev doesn't uh, impose his big game as much, you know, as he should on these grass courts. Whereas Kachanov, uh, I think he knows he's been doing it quite well on the hard courts, and I think. Uh, And the grass, so I think I expect him to be the guy, you know, from that side. So I think Zverev will make it to the semi-finals, but I'm thinking Kachanov beats him there in the semi-finals. And uh, that's one thing uh, we are on in on the day second day of the tournament, by the way, and we've right. got some interesting matchups here. We've got Chorich versus Munar. We've got Pair versus Songa. It's an all-French battle, and we've got Pair versus Goffin, which can turn out to be a classic. Rajke, yeah. yeah, Rajke. Let's take have your take on uh, Pair versus Goffin and Pair versus Songa. Uh, so, uh, 
I I pick uh, Goffin there because I think he's a better uh, grass court player, more experienced. Pea is a Spanish player, so like many Spanish players, he's very comfortable on clay. Argentine. And he. Pea is Argentine. Pereira is Argentine. Yeah, but uh, like, yeah. well, let me just say, yeah, that clay court, yeah. like many <laughs> Latin Americans, yeah. he's very comfortable on clay. Uh, you right. know, maybe it's the fact that he speaks Spanish. <laughs> there's something, huh. uh, you know, about how the clay court players. There's many great clay court, clay court players from both Spain and uh, Latin America, Argentina. Right. You know, so uh, so I would say that yeah, Goffin uh, is a favorite there, and Songa versus Pear is a little bit tough for me to call uh, because Songa is a great grass court player. You may recall him beating Federer. In uh, 2011, Wimbledon, for example. Oh, yeah. The come, the comeback. Is it the comeback? Yes. From yes, two comeback yeah. Yes, exactly. Now Songa is not the same player, but grass for two sets. You know, he is a very, very dangerous person. So, uh, dangerous player, and <laughs> not so much a dangerous person. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I, I'd say Songa and Gofan. You know, those are my picks for those two matches. And which was the third one? Yeah, it was uh, Chorich versus Munar, the defending champion Chorich. Sure. So yeah, and so I, and my meanwhile, definitely. while we are at it, we have Basilashvili versus Berrettini, and Berrettini won a title coming yeah. into so Berrettini won a title yesterday in Stuttgart, mm-hmm. and uh, on a Sunday in Stuttgart, and he beat Felix uh, Auger Eliasim, you know, who's I think one of the next great, really great players, up and coming players, and I saw uh, parts of the match. Um, he played quite well, and I he had a good. Clay season as well, so it's interesting that he had a good clay season and doing so well on grass too. So I'm going to pick, um, and he's playing Torres, right? Though, but yeah. So then I'm going to pick Torres, but that that would be a good match. So Torres, Gofa, Songa. All right, Prakash. Uh, I've been reading up on the news here and there, and uh, uh-huh. Roger Federer says he's fresh, rested, and ready to go for uh, the gra- grass court season. Now we've seen uh, post 2016 his injury. How he's made a comeback into the sport and won three Grand Slams, uh, with Wimbledon being one of them. Uh, last year he kind of went out against Anderson, if I'm not correct, right. me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Philip Anderson. Uh, what mindset? What? Oh, yeah, Kevin, what, Kevin. Kevin Anderson. Yes. And okay. can you tell us more about how uh, things might pan out? I think we had a very interesting uh, talk in the group where you said. Where you talked about his mentality, so and so. If he, it it is one thing, he will go through and uh, get the big ones, or not, then he will crash out. Can you speak a bit more about that? Huh. So, I think I mean at this point, right, right now with Federer, I would say uh, it's a match to match basis that you got to take things with, and uh, I think. Uh, we will see how this uh, playing the clay season will affect him you know because he hasn't had uh, in a way as much time to prepare as last two years because uh, you know he's uh, um, played on clay this time yeah. but yeah, then he's, he's played uh, on clay right and his uh, mindset was at least before playing clay was that he needed that kind of uh, uh, like he needed to stay uh in this in the match uh, mentality or like you know that kind of mind frame where you have a practice is not the same as actually playing matches and he thought uh, i may be last year you know staying out uh, of matches for about 3 months mm. did not do him enough good in the grass season so 
it's kind of a trade off you know so you trade off uh, your uh, rest for this match you know uh, mentality which you pick up only by playing matches yeah and i and think he, correct correct and and uh, and as yeah go on yeah is that uh, i mean if you look at the clay season itself right yeah. i think he had some nice good wins yeah even the loss at french open uh, i mean just to nadal you no know, and uh, on conditions you can say with the wind being so kind of uh, bad you no know, it was kind of a topsy turvy day so it was not like a uh, you know you can say it, it was a good day to lose you know in sense uh, because of the wind right it's like it's not a day where everything was perfect and you know that he made the mistakes uh, you can uh, you would say the wind had a big uh, say in that so i would say he's had a pretty good uh, clay season uh, uh, on the mental side on the physical side also you know he wasn't really stretched you know he didn't have this uh he did uh your walk over i think in uh, rome or was it madrid one of those two he gave a walk over but i think that was precautionary i think it was in rome that he kind of withdrew before semi final or uh, quarter final so that's i think uh, uh i would say federer uh, it all depends right now on this tournament hale if he this is the only tournament he's playing he would hope to get like a lot of matches under his belt the ideal thing being of course winning it but uh, again grass is like a very competitive surface and things can happen very fast the margin for error is like really small so yeah and, we'll have to wait and see yeah we'll have to wait and see yeah but federer has been i mean he's a proven master at this you no know, he's this this surface for the last 15 years you can say he's been then probably the greatest player on this surface in the open era so let's wait i think yeah, i'm i'm expecting him to do well but yeah we will know the answers and rajke let's not uh, let's also get uh, talking about one point which is uh, the seeding and if uh, roger federer wins the hall open he will he will get seeded number 2 for the wimbledon which sounds an interesting prospect because i think then uh, he will avoid the big 2 and uh, face them in the final isn't it he will be on the other side of the draw so he will avoid djokovic yes because the yes. first and second can only play in the final but yep. uh, he can play number 3 in the semi final as well it's random so number 3 can play the one or two but he avoids djokovic and i think uh, i think that's important but last time we had this conversation uh, prakash had made the point that maybe it's better for federer from his point of view to play djokovic in the semi final so yeah if that's what you think then uh, maybe it's better not to get this <laughs> uh, you know number 2 seeding so so so, uh, so any so anyway prakash is going to be back to back um games for federer in the wimbledon if he goes on as number 2 seed isn't it like face uh, um nadal in the <coughs> semi final and then Fed, uh, djokovic in the final that depends on the draw i would think right if uh, i mean if he's uh, uh seeded 3 of course you know, it's going to be a back to back thing he'll have to do if seedings hold up but if he gets the number 2 seeding then obviously there's a chance he may avoid that you know till the final and you know nadal and uh, djokovic if they end up in the semi final and uh, they have end up having a semi final like last years it might yeah. end up you know benefiting him in the final but my the thing the, is 
Yeah. The way the draws work is one and two go on opposite sides of the draw, but draw. three does yeah. not always play one. Three can play one or oh. three can play two. So that's random. Yeah. It's, a, it's a common misconception that one plays three and two plays four in the semi. That's not true. So one and two go on opposite sides and then three plays one of them randomly and four plays the other randomly in the semifinals. So. Right. So, uh, yeah. So because of that, no, and uh, my belief is that if he has to play Djokovic, it should be in the semi-final than the final. Uh, yep. Given his you know, past, uh, last few performances, I think he will need that kind of, I mean, he doesn't need that kind of uh, mental baggage in a final. So, I think... So, the hall uh, open... Yeah. yeah, correct. And, you know, and you're, you're correct on the mental side, whatever uh, uh, we're listening, but Prakash, let's... Uh, have let's have one last talking point on this episode and uh, that because we, you know uh, we've almost spoken about everything federal the potential draws the other topics and uh, we've also gone about how uh, winning this tournament is important for him uh, let's talk about how far uh, what next after hal what next after wimbledon what all can we what do we expect from federer in the grass season what are your expectations? Let's start with Raj Kapoor. Uh So, I expect Federer to do really well uh, in this grass season. And as I said, he's one of the favorites for Hala. And it would be a bit of a surprise, actually, if he did not win it. And then, uh, as Prakash was saying, the fact that he had such a good clay season, and you think that clay is Federer's weakest surface, um, mm. not that it's bad, but compared to his grass and hard court, it's definitely his weaker surface. And even there, he had he reached the semi-finals. So you'd have to think that if he reached semi at French Open, I mean, you would expect him to do better than that, right? So um, I'd expect him to reach the final. And then uh, mm. it's going to be a very interesting match if he plays Djokovic in, in the final. And I still think that getting number two seeding would be good for him, you know, uh, mm. because mm. if he reaches the final, it's possible that Djokovic... Uh, you know, loses before that as well. So that gives him more chance uh, if you wanted to avoid having to play Djokovic. So I would still rather that he win Hala and get that number two seeding and avoid Djokovic and then win Wimbledon. That's possible. Yeah, Prakash, uh, uh, yeah. let's let's go to Prakash, uh, Roger Lever. And <laughs> at the rate, yeah. Roger Lever. Prakash, where do you see Roger at the end of the grass season? I know it's a tough question. Um, to answer at this moment because it's just Hal and then we have the we have Wimbledon, but yeah, right. knowing for the past uh, let's say one and a half decades, where do you see Federer after the grass season? So yeah, so this is what I was thinking about, right? So seven years back, 2012, right? The last time Federer made the semis, I think at the French Open was that, right? 2012. 2012. That's right. Yeah. Right. He lost yeah, to Djokovic were... in the semis. Semi-finals, mm. and uh, he won the Wimbledon. Wimbledon that year, and of course, seven years before that, he lost also in the semi-finals in uh, French Open uh, to <laughs> Nadal. Nadal, and then he and, beat uh, Roddick in the final in Wimbledon. Yeah. Right. So, and uh, also this is an interesting thing in 2012 when he lost to Djokovic in the semi-final, he also beat him at uh, in the semi-final at Wimbledon in 2012. So, yes. yeah, so I think uh, that bodes well for him that, you know, that he's given the, uh, his performance in the clay season and that he won Miami just before the clay season. You know? So the last title of clay, a big title of clay was won by Federer. 
I think mm. that gives him a good chance, uh, you know, going yeah. into Wimbledon. And the grass is always, uh, you got to give Federer uh, on his day. I think there's nobody cannot beat, you know, so. The king is back, <laughs> like they say. <laughs> yeah, the king. grass and. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll have to hope that, you know, as first. Yeah, irrespective of actually what happens in Halle, right? I think it's all about the draw at this time, the way things are, right? Uh, the slam, any slam from, I think, at least for the next, till this uh, next generation takes over someone, I don't know, till they take over a commanding faction, it's going to be always dependent on the draw. And, uh, hmm. you know, so we'll only know, I think, when we get the draw out, like with that, the French Open, right? So if Federer gets a draw, like what Nadal got at the French Open, you know, that might be, uh, yeah, that might work in Federer's favor. So Okay. So Federer's uh, potential draw is uh, has been discussed. I mean, we've discussed all the potential, the picks that might win the tournament as well. Uh, Rajke, are we yeah. missing anything on today's episode? Well, I mean, there's another tournament going on as well, which is uh, traditionally yeah. also a warm-up for Wimbledon, which is the Queen's. Yeah. Um, so there are a few people to watch out for there as well. Uh, Chilich, good grass court player. Uh, Kevin Anderson, we know how good he can be on grass. So that's uh, worth watching as well. Even if your attention is primarily on Hala, keep an eye open for the other one as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anderson seeded uh, number two there and Chilich is number five. And, mm-hmm. uh, Chilich is a defending champion. He beat the yes. last time. Yes, and we have Medvedev as well who knocked out Verdasco. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so the draws there look like. Uh, let's say we have Wawrinka's game today. Wawrinka Evans, Del Potro, right. Shapovalov. That should be a good match. Del Potro, <laughs> Shapovalov should be fun. And Sitsipas yeah. and Edmund. That should also be a very good match. Sitsipas and uh, you know, they also Sitsipas have Milos Raonic. Yeah. yeah, we yeah as well. Yeah, correct. We have Raonic okay. as well, and we have Chechenato. Chechenato and Raonic. That's and then we also have Kyrgios versus Manarino, and we have uh, Dim, we have Dimitrov playing as well on the day. Yeah, yeah and so he's playing uh, Felix. Uh, yeah, uh, Felix Ogur Alisiam. So that should yeah. be good. Should be a yeah. fun match. All right, have have nice uh, matches. You know? And yeah, by so the way, yeah. and by the way, uh, Prakash, uh, yeah. uh, Ch- it's Chilich versus Schwartzman in the round of sixteen and. Kevin Anderson versus Jill Simon there, which is on a Wednesday. <laughs> that, <laughs> so, yeah, that, those should be fun matches. I remember. Uh, yeah, I think the, uh, I think our pick of Schwarzman in the French Open will be one of the memories I will never forget, because right. uh, we I, kind of the guy has it, uh, but you know, not everyone makes it. But he has it right. in him on his day. He can beat the best, and right. uh, that didn't turn out. But but uh, Rajke, let's uh, have your predictions on this tournament. Sitsipas uh, going all the way, considering he is the number one seed. Or let's say Chile is defending his title there at the Queens. Oh, this is so tough. Uh, I somehow don't see Sitsipas uh, winning because uh, there are way too many good players here to say anything with any certainty, you know. So even if Sitsipas is the favorite, it just means he's more likely than the others. But still, when you combine all the other people, you know, their probability of winning. It's probably higher than Tsitsipas here, right? Hmm. So you have Kyrgios, Dimitro, Del Potro, Chilets. It's just too many players. 
So I'm going to I'm going to take a bit of a gamble here and say that yeah I think it's going to be Tillis. That's All right. I'm going to back Tillis here. Yeah. Uh, Prakash, let's have uh, your prediction on the tournament as well. Uh, I'm thinking, or at least I would hope uh, Delport would have, because we haven't. Uh, I mean, he can play on grass, you know, like in the he made the semi-finals in Wimbledon in 2013, and uh, he was there in a pretty good match with Nadal last year in the quarterfinals. I think it was a five-setter, and. Uh, in the olympics also right he made uh, he won the bronze in 2012 olympics mm. which was played at wimbledon so this guy can play on grass you know del potro so i'm hoping you know he kind of gets the title that would be very exciting and i think i'll uh, yeah I'll, i'll just take a gamble with him and say del yes. potro you know, even the del potro lose tomorrow to shapo <laughs> <laughs> so let's see I'll, yeah let's yeah. del potro I think the uh, the warm up the, the Wimbledon still looks like uh, there's still some time for Wimbledon I think at 10 15 12 days more 1st of July if I'm correct me if I'm wrong yes. it's uh, 7 yeah, I think yeah. Wimbledon put out a tweet saying uh, a fortnight before the fortnight begins or something like that so yeah and uh, <laughs> so and two Mondays right from now so yeah. yeah correct correct two Mondays and Uh, we can't wait to get there because you know it's the third grand slam of the year right probably the biggest grand slam of the four and of course uh, uh, what do you uh, mean probably <laughs> <laughs> no for for the newbie fans who are listening <laughs> so that you can uh, you can raise that point <laughs> so uh, so very good discussion on the hall open and the queens uh, thing but um let's come back next monday as well i think people are uh, people put out a, a message to me last night saying uh, where's the episode i said yeah we're doing it on a tuesday this time monday right. uh, monday us time but uh, uh, the response has been good so far and uh, nice. people are lo- people are loving it uh, w- the discussions are sort of setting in and uh, if the viewers are listening and you have any questions you know where to find us just tweet to us on uh at the rate roger lever on twitter and uh, we will have your questions answered by the two maestros who are talking to me right now so um, uh, rajke before we go and prakash before we go anything that you would like to add on from here uh well i would like to say that you know grass season is very short unfortunately compared to uh, the clay season and hard court season so make sure that not only do you watch wimbledon but also at least the semi finals and the finals this week in fact it's uh, very exciting with two tournaments going on with very high quality players so Absolutely. make sure that you catch some of those matches at least yes and prakash uh, before you we let you speak let me just say that you know um, we've uh, to our viewers who are listening we are in the this the, the episodes that we are putting right now are previews prediction and reviews and uh, we plan to do some special episodes going forward uh, like uh, let's say a story of a federer or nadal for our fans who who haven't seen him uh, play a play at his peak or let's say who hasn't uh, followed tennis back then from the early ages and we have a lot of interesting stuff that's coming up which we will keep you posted so let's uh, ask roger lever now to end this episode yeah prasad so yeah uh, the grass season right and we got the biggest slam in front of us with wimbledon so um and uh, as we discussed earlier during the french open 
the big four are still defending this uh, slam you know since 15 years and uh, mm. so the last 16 slams and counting and uh, so it's going to be exciting to see if anyone can break through you know mm. and uh, i would say i still think one of the big three is going to win it but uh, yeah it will be exciting to see if someone can step mm. on them. perfect and, uh, yeah perfect so so before we go the two things to watch out are the hard open and uh, we have uh, the queens Queen's and uh, we will be back on a monday discussing the winners and uh, what next for them because we are just two mondays away from wimbledon which is going to be a cracker so signing out on this episode uh, with rajke and prakash stay tuned for more on the tennis galaxy podcast